Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to Bluehost.com Wondersuite. That's Bluehost.com Wondersuite. Hello and welcome to the Success Showcase. I'm your host, Eric Lopkin from the Modern Observer Group. And with me as always is Chip Janiszewski from the Happiness and Success GPS. Chip, how are you doing this week? Doing great. How about you, Eric? I'm doing fantastic. We've got another week going here. And today we're going to talk about how you can find inspiration. Now, we all come across times when we need something to motivate us, something to inspire us. You know, the day-to-day just gets to you. You have to find a way out of your funk. So where can you find inspiration to get you moving, to get you motivated? So, Chip, why don't you start us off? I know you've done quite a bit of research on this. What are some ways we can find inspiration? Um, Obviously, we've talked a lot about the power of a positive attitude and gratitude and that kind of thing. But what I like to do when I prepare for these podcasts is I like to go online and just Google the term that we're looking at. And uh, so I went in there today and I went in, I was looking for finding inspiration and actually came up with a website called Tiny Buddha. And although the word tiny Buddha sounds kind of funny because it just doesn't make sense because I've never seen a tiny Buddha, what they came up with there is actually 50 little tips in five different areas, which we'll be referring to as we're going through there. But one of the things that we talk about all the time is living in the now and paying attention to what's going on now and observing the moment. So the first one um, tip that they talk about is nature. and Obviously, one of the best things you can do to inspire yourself is just take a look outside and just look at what is out there and just be amazed at what we have on this earth. And there's different things that we can do to do that. We can go take a walk. We can take our camera, just take pictures. We can get lost in the scenery, that kind of thing. One of the tips that I really like um, is, I don't know if you've uh, watched the series Planet Earth on television. but I have. That that is an amazing series, and um, they are actually just did Planet Earth too. And if you folks haven't done that, I would go and see if you could dig up Planet Earth and just watch the episodes of that, because just watching those are just amazingly inspirational. I cannot 
understand how they possibly got that photography, although I'm sure drones had a lot to do with it. But, um, that's nature is one of the things that you can uh, do to really, really inspire yourself because it's just so awesome out there. So how about you? That, that's true. It is really fantastic. Look, you said take a look outside your window. Sometimes that's great. Sometimes it's bad. Right now, I look out my window and it reminds me I have to trim the hedges. But, <laughs> but for, that's it. But fortunately, if I look out a different window, I've got woods behind my home. <laughs> and, yeah, that's where I'm looking. That's it. I can take a look at the woods, the stream. It's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, I have this little planter outside that's kind of like a straw-based thing that you get at a hardware store. And I have a pair of cardinals that hang around. And the female cardinal for the last couple of days is just picking little strands out of there and stays there for a couple of minutes. So I've been able to get a couple of pictures and a little bit of video. And it's just so cool to just watch all of creation at work out there. It's really, really neat. Yeah. And I mean, we, you know, we do talk a lot about find, you know, finding nature and, you know, going for walks in nature. But for all of you who live in big cities and may not be surrounded by nature, the, I grew up in New York City and I have always found the majesty of the city inspiring. Do something that you usually only do when somebody comes to town to visit. Go look at, you know, almost every city in the country has some sort of observation deck. Take a look at the skyline. Take a look at what goes on. Just the sheer majesty of all the pieces of the city working together. The architecture. There's so much you can find on every block. Yeah, obviously New York City is amazing. You know, if you've been up the Empire State Building and are taking a look around or just walking through Central Park and just being amazed at everything that's there. And you go to Boston, it's a totally different city with all the old architecture and so on and so forth. And it's right. e because they every, don't have any streets. <laughs> every city has its own majesty. You just have to be open to it. The history of the buildings, the history of some of the streets. I mean. There aren't so many of them now, but when I was growing up, I used to take shortcuts up certain roads because they weren't paved. They were still the old cobblestone roads, and I loved walking up those. And I know off the top of my head, there's a bunch of cobblestone roads up in Boston. There's some in Hartford, you know, so they do still exist. And you look, you can find the... You find the history of what goes on. So if you're not where nature is abounding, you can still go out and be inspired by what's around you. Yeah, and if you are in one of the cities, it's not a bad idea to take a tour with somebody who knows what they're doing so that you can learn about the different people and everything who put together what you're looking at. Um, history is something that's not talked about that much in school these days, but it was when we were growing up. And although I didn't enjoy it as much when I was a kid, I sure appreciate that now. And I wish that that was there was more of that in the schools right now. I'm teaching a junior achievement class. And one of the things that one of the kids wished for was being taught more history. And it's just not taught that much anymore. But that's an amazing thing to inspire you as you're walking around cities to really understand how everything came to be. 
Yeah, and there are all sorts of tours you can take to show you even parts of your own hometown you might not have known about. There are food tours to, to take you to different restaurants. There's history tours. There are entertainment tours. I know New York, well, New York and L.A. especially have tours where they take you where certain movies were filmed and certain TV shows were filmed. There's so much around you that we take for granted and don't notice every day. Take some time. Take a deep breath. Find out what's around you and, and see all that went into building it or growing it in the case of nature. Absolutely. It's just get lost in nature. That's, that's one of the best ways that you can get inspired. So um, an interesting one that I came up with is finding inspiration on the web. And you're trying to figure out how would you find inspiration on the web except to research things that you're interested in. But we actually talked about this topic many times. And it's watch a TED Talk video. TED is a website that's divided into all kinds of different topics and so on and so forth. Pick one that you're interested in. And just watch an 18-minute TED Talk video. Those are very, very inspiring. In fact, one that um, just came out a couple of weeks ago was the Pope himself talking yes. on his talk, and it was just amazing. So, because this Pope is a universal Pope talking about world peace and uh, knocking down all the walls and that kind of thing, and um, it was very, very inspirational, well prepared. I guess they've been trying to get him to do this for a couple of years, but it was subtitled, so it was neat watching his face because just watching. An inspirational person's face really, really gets you going. And then uh, looking at the subtitles, it was just amazing. Plus, I think I actually learned a little bit of Italian by listening to that for 18 minutes. So, <laughs> But that's an amazing one. Go to TED Talks and just Google Pope Francis's TED Talk, and it's just amazing. Yeah, there are so many TED Talks that are inspiring and on so many different topics, you know, some by very famous people who you you will have heard of, some by people you've never heard of, you don't know what they do, but learning about what they've accomplished in those 18 minutes can always be inspiring. Absolutely. And, um, you know, one of the topics here is finding inspiration in yourself, and that's recognizing the strengths that you see in other people in yourself. You can identify with a lot of these things. And so we've talked about the importance of working on that person in the mirror every day. And if you realize qualities and other people that you have in yourself, pat yourself on the back. That's amazing. It's very, very inspiring, too. And it's okay to do it. It's more than okay. We have to learn to appreciate what we do and who we are. Because if you don't like yourself, if you're not inspired by yourself, nobody else is going to be either. It all starts with the person in the mirror. And the more you work on yourself, and the more you appreciate yourself. And I'm not talking about being egotistical. I'm talking about taking an honest look at what you've done, what you've accomplished, and who you are, and appreciating all of that. Absolutely. It is so important to do that, to realize the wonderful you, because we are all givers when it comes to looking at what we do. And that's the most important thing. So. Right. You know, I've, I've said on numerous occasions, you know, if you can't find somebody to inspire, inspire you, inspire yourself. 
If there isn't somebody that's inspiring to you, be inspiring. Be the person that you want to be inspired by. It's a lot of work, but it's so rewarding. No, it absolutely is. I mean, one one of the topics, again, is finding inspiration and possibilities. Think about that phrase, finding inspiration and possibilities. This is trying something that you've always assumed that you can't do, but you secretly wanted to try. Learning something new that you've never thought of learning about before. Writing down your bucket list of different things that you want to do. Vision boards, those kind of things. We've talked about these things in a lot of different ways. But if you think about the possibilities and you start exploring those things, on paper or you teach people about something to tap into your potential as a leader there's a lot of different things you can do to to help out do that kind of stuff but the word possibilities itself is inspirational absolutely never think about being limited things are only limited until they're not things are only impossible until somebody actually does them so why can't it be you you can be the one that does them. There's nothing holding you back except your own belief that you can't do it. Absolutely. And when, you, when you're looking at possibilities, research things. See if there's a book that you can read or maybe a conference that you can attend or a video that, that you can watch to research these things. Because the bottom line is the more different topics that you are interested in that you expose yourself to, it's going to inspire you to do, to do more and more. And it's a productive way to work your brain. And it's always becoming easier to find the information that you're looking for, to learn about new things. Netflix has an entire section of documentaries that are absolutely fantastic. In fact, I think they've got Planet Earth on there. Yeah, Who, I'm getting you Planet know, Earth through my cable, but I imagine that's... I think my son's watching it on Netflix. Yeah, Hulu yeah. also has loads of documentaries Everything from nature documentaries, historical documentaries, pop culture. I actually just watched a documentary over the weekend about Bill Finger, who most people don't know, co-created Batman. There's so much out there to learn to explore. And the more you do, the more inspired you can get. Absolutely. And, you know, talking about the Internet, we, you know, we talked about it before watching a TED Talk video, but we do have a lot of social media sites that you can get active in by maybe posting blogs or posting pictures and things like that to get start a conversation of things with other people. And that helps inspire them. Also, there's all types of potential there through the social media. All right. The interaction between people. Social media, you do have to be cognizant of what you're saying, who you're talking to, because there's so much on there that makes you feel bad. I mean, that makes you feel bad, you know, put simply, you want to block that out and focus on the positive. Oh, absolutely. Cause I mean, there's so much bad stuff out there. I mean, one of the best things you can possibly do to become inspired is to hang around with people that you have healthy relationships with and end the relationships with the people that you have unhealthy relationships with. And it's the same thing on social media. You can, you can block posts from people who they may be your friends, but you just don't want to hear about all this stuff. You can actually stay friends with them in Facebook, but 
just not see everything that they post on there. So All right. You yourself to the positives, the more inspired you're going to be. Right. You can unfollow people. We all have that one relative or friend that every time you talk to them, the sky is falling. Everything's a catastrophe. Every, you know, everything's going wrong. You have to try to cut off people like that. You don't want to spend too much time with them. If you can help them, great. You know, you want to offer offer assistance, but you don't want to let them drag you into their drama. That's right. If you want to be inspired, there's no room for energy vampires. Right. Now, something I always find when I need to sort of recharge is watching or you know rewatching or rereading a favorite book or movie. If I've got the time it'll be a book if if it's something I need to, you know, fit in a TV show or a movie but something I've seen that always makes me feel better. And you know what it is is up to you. I mean, I love watching old movies from the 40s and 50s. Whatever it is that you're interested in Take the time to do it. Develop a hobby. But you can always, if there's something that makes you feel good, keep it around and keep going back to it. Absolutely. Not. That's, it's also great to share those things with other people. Sit down with a friend or whatever and just ask that friend, what interests you? What inspires you? And share things like that instead of talking about you know the latest thing on Facebook or whatever. If, if you can set up situations where you're actually inspiring each other that helps out a whole lot also it's just a fantastic thing to do with friends and family and uh it's just wonderful it is fam fa friends and family can be a fantastic source of comfort of inspiration of motivation but again you want to block out the energy vampires you know, that one relative that's always saying, oh, you can't do that. Don't even try. It's like, don't listen to them. Yeah, there's Stay a saying out there that what other people think about you is none of your business. Right. <laughs> and it's true, because you can't control what other people think about you. So. No, you can't. I've, I've always said, the people who are telling you it can't be done... What they're really saying is they can't do it. They're not saying you can't. Or it's something they wouldn't even try. Right. So um, the, the visualization factor is, is so neat, too. I mean, I, I love looking at positive quotes and things like that. I start every day by reading some positive grounding things and watching a video every day um, that's really, really uplifting and that's so important. And the nice thing about those, especially when you have computers and stuff like that now, is if you just have a, a Word document or something that has those on there and you're feeling down a little bit or you put it into your daily routine, and just look at that. It's going to put things in perspective and automatically lift you up. You know, Rhonda Byrne, who uh, did the, uh, the secret, she calls them shifters. And these are thoughts that you can come up with when you're feeling down to automatically pump you up again. It could be a, a family memory or it could be a friend or experience that you're looking forward to or whatever. But if you can have a few positive thoughts that you can automatically turn to, they are uplifting and it's a great way to inspire yourself. All right. And try to look at things like that 
on a daily basis. Start off the day on the right foot. Yeah, there are there are so many YouTube videos for meditation and inspiration, nature sounds. There's literally millions of videos you can take a look at. You can, as Chip just said, look at inspiring quotes. Something to put you in that right mindset where you're putting, you, I'm not saying you're not going to have problems, but you're putting them in perspective. You need to understand that no matter what the problem is, it can be solved. Yeah, and the word perspective is huge. I think just using that word when you're feeling down and just saying to yourself perspective, perspective, and thinking about things will automatically help you out too. And obviously another thing that you can do that we've talked about before is doing a daily gratitude journal, writing down things that you're grateful for. And if you want to be inspired, if you're feeling down, just take a look at that and see all the great things that have happened to you and all the things that you are grateful for and you cannot possibly stay down. So it's really, really important to journal, whether it's at the end of the day or at the beginning of the day, it's so important to just keep a gratitude journal. Absolutely. And look back on that journal. See what's gone before. It's a fantastic way to remind yourself that just because you're not in an inspired mood right now, that's not a permanent state of mind. And you can go back and see what you've been grateful for and still be grateful for. Oh, absolutely. I mean, the way that I do mine, and you know that I'm a spreadsheet nerd, but I actually have a spreadsheet for a year and there's a row for every day of the year. And I just go in there every day, have the date there and write down what happened. So I can go back there at any point in time, especially if I know, okay, I did vacation last April or something like that. Want to remember some stuff from it. It's all there. It's spreadsheets are a great way to organize things, but it's also a great way to just go back and look at things. So, and it only takes a couple minutes a day to do that. So it's so important. You feel great while you're doing it. And just as you said, when you're looking back at everything that's there, it's just amazing. And for those those people who are more visual, keep photos around. Keep You can have them on your phone or computer. You can have them in an album. But keep photos that inspire you around. They can be from vacations. They can be just general nature shots. Whatever it is that you find inspiring. Keep photos of them around so you can look at them on a regular basis and keep that inspiration going. Absolutely. Whether they be physical photos or the digital photos, um, I mean, every computer has a My Pictures uh, segment in there where you can just put in your folders. And what I do is I actually entitle folders every year. I have Family 2017 for this year, Family 2016, and I just pop photos in there and go back to them periodically. And it's just, so amazing to see things. If you take a vacation, put all the photos for that vacation in there so you can go back and look at that. But in these digital ages, it's so neat to have that because you and I back then in the 60s, if we wanted to do something like that, we'd pay thousands of dollars a month for the film and processing. <laughs> right. So, <laughs> And you can do the same thing with video. I actually had just last week, I was going through my computer looking for a stock video that I had that I needed for a project. And as I'm going through the the videos that were on my computer, what came up 
were three videos of my kids, probably from about nine, ten years ago, where they had just gotten a hold of the camera and were goofing off. Oh, wow. And each one was only a few minutes, but I was sitting there laughing so hard I cried, you know? No, I've always been the guy with the video camera for years and years. And my oldest son just turned 35 yesterday. And I got videos that go back a long time. And people always said, get out of your face. But for my wife's family this Christmas, um, they've had a lot of them that have come and gone and whatever. And there's three weddings on that side of the family this year. I put together a video of her family over the years that had a lot of Christmas times and everything else. And people were glued to that for an hour when we had our Christmas celebration there last year and i said okay don't tell me to get out of your face again when i have the camera because it's just amazing looking back on that stuff especially when you're with other people oh yeah i mean i have i've got films going back 50 probably even 60 years at this point old eight millimeter films of you know family members and it's amazing looking back and seeing how people changed, seeing how th- just things in general changed. I've got one home movie of people going to an airport. And it's hysterical because back then, everybody dressed up to go to the airport. It was a big deal. Someone was coming. The whole family went out to, to greet them as they came back. And it was a whole event. Now, it's something we take for granted. Plus, there was no security back then, so you could walk anywhere you wanted in an airport and greet them right as they walked off the plane, and that was amazing. I mean, I have fond memories of my grandparents and so on and so forth, and just, you know, the way times have changed. Go back and look at a, a picture of a baseball game crowd back in the 1950s or the 1960s. Everybody's wearing ties, hats, sport coats, and so on and so forth. Must have been an awful lot of sweating go on, but yeah. things are, you know, happened back then. But it, it's great to take a look back at something that we take for granted now and see just how special it used to be. Yeah, it's amazing. History is really cool. It really is, whether it's your personal history, local history, or history on a grand scale. You can always find new things out. And also, a lot of, especially historically, it does help you put things in perspective. Because what we think of as so difficult, if you take a look at what went on, a hundred years ago. I mean, my God, you know, the things they dealt with just to get by on a day-to-day basis, so much more difficult than, you know, what we do. There's a comedian, Larry Miller, who used to talk about how much more difficult things were for his, for his father and how he knows he could never, never do it. And he goes, you know, my father, worked 12 hours a day, then went to a second job, made sure everything was going on at, all right at home. If I go to the bank and the and the laundromat in the same day, I need a nap. <laughs> you know, so it's... You take a look at what people used to do and 
how far we've come. Oh, absolutely. Think about power. Think about all the technology and so on and so forth. You go back 200 years, none of this stuff was there. Right. I mean, yeah. if you if you th if you think about it, in the course of 60 years, we went from the invention of flight to putting a man on the moon. 60 years. Now, in the grand scheme of things, that's not a long time. No, not at all. But getting us from the point where flight was something we were just aspiring to, to actually leaving the confines of the planet and going to our nearest neighbor and walking around. And it was all televised. I remember vividly watching that back in 1969. I will never forget that. I was 15 years old. And that's something else, you know. We lose sight of what I like to refer to as everyday miracles. Take a look at your tablet and watch a video on that. Now, you're not connected to anything. So a signal is coming through the air that's going over hundreds of miles of, of wire onto this tiny little device and showing full video, full interactivity. It, it really is amazing what we can do. And take a look at a baseball game. Baseball is my favorite everyday miracle. Because if you think about it, you have a small ball traveling at almost 90 miles an hour coming towards a batter who has a stick with a circumference of about two and a half inches. And he has to make that bat hit that ball. And realistically, it gets done almost a third of the time. The physics involved are, are incredible. And yet, watching a ball game, we all take it for granted. And we've done it as kids. We know we can hit that ball. Absolutely. So, you know, nev never overlook the everyday miracles. And we're just about at the end of our time here. So, Chip, what do you think the big takeaway for today? Just be amazed with every moment. There's so much inspiration around you. Just look at things and be amazed. Absolutely. My takeaway is don't take things for granted. Take a good look at them and see just how amazing the things around you are. You've been listening to this, the Success Showcase. You can catch us every week on blogtalkradio.com slash success showcase. You can also find us on the podcast's app or the Apple iTunes store. Remember, make this your best week ever and make next week even better. See you then.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.